0: Welcome, beautiful people, to the Street View Podcast, a show about helping one another navigate from an aerial view to looking at life at the Street View perspective. I am your host, Ariel Everett, and no matter where you were at in your life, it is never too late to learn and support one another. And that is what this show is all about. So, whether you're sitting at home right now, listening through your AirPods or your Beats, or you're sitting in your car and you're listening through your stereo, Turn me up, yo, because mama said there'd be views like this. Hey guys, what's up? It is me, Ariel. This is episode number two of the Street View podcast, hosted by me. Ariel E, uh, yeah. So, how are we doing? I feel like the last episode I did a check in. I fully intend on doing a check in with this episode as well. So, what is good? What's happening? This is your check in. You know I'm saying you feel me. I understand that this is a podcast, so the reality of you guys responding back to me on your check in is. Maybe not as probable, but feel free to find me on all social platforms at an aerial view. Hit me up, let me know how you are doing from the month of June through the month of July. Um, yeah, my recap for the last month I watched Hamilton. Uh, come for me in the comments if you want to about watching Hamilton. That is fine, I watched it. Um, I have still been doing a lot of soul searching, still on the hunt for employment uh still basically just doing the same thing that I was doing last month we are still in an entanglement with coronavirus y'all and yes I said entanglement I had to get it in here at least once and I will try not to say it again um yeah so one of the things that I'm going to try to do this episode is to try to focus on saying um apparently I say it a lot more than what I think So, we're going to try to refrain from saying that word. Uh, And then, in addition to that, I think that Breonna Taylor's murderers still have not been convicted of murder and put in jail. Yes, that is June to July, folks. And yes, it has been a month since you've heard my voice. So, I wanted to kind of wrap with y'all about that. Uh, I had a couple people that were really interested in. Why only one a month? Well, because if I'm being 100% honest with you, I am not always the most consistent person when it comes down to recording myself. Sometimes I have these great ideas and then I record them and they're seven minutes long. Sometimes I have ideas and they're not quite formulated. So I would rather put out something that's maybe a little bit more formed for you guys, even if it is just once a month, Uh, just to kind of check in for my own sanity for y'all to enjoy and listen to. Yeah. So and because it's my business. It's my show. It's the new business. So (laughs) that is where I'm at. Uh, Maybe sometimes you guys will get two episodes a month. Maybe you'll get one episode. I definitely am gonna be trying to do at least one episode a month. But you know, I'm I'm doing this for me. I'm really not doing it for anybody else. If you guys enjoy it, that's awesome. But it was something that I wanted to do for myself. So without further ado, uh, yeah, since I said this is episode two, just kind of want to touch on the subject of how do we how do we step up and be more supportive of one another? How do we focus on listening to one another? How do we focus on not comparing ourselves to our peers? That's right. It's something that I like to call comparison. See what I did there? I'm pretty excited um, about touching on this episode because it's something that I personally struggle with a lot. I have some close family members even that I feel like uh, struggle with this. And and so, yeah, I just kind of want to get into it. Um, just so you guys know, I, I if I'm being 100% vulnerable and honest with you guys, I struggle a lot with comparisons. Um, comparisons of – I used to struggle a lot with comparisons uh, as it related to people that absolutely were not my peers in no way, shape, or form because – a peer, you know what? Let me just before I even get started on that, let me get the full definition of peer for you all. So that way everybody is on the same page when I say peer because I feel as though not everybody is is kind of on the same page um, as it relates to it. So a peer is a person of the same age, status, or ability as another specified person. Uh, so for me, let's see. I'm a mom. If I find other moms, they're my peers. Single mom peers. Um 29-year-old millennial peers. Uh, people that I went to school with, people that I work with, people that I hang out with on a regular basis, that I go to church functions with. You get it. I'm sure I don't need to even explain this to you guys cuz you guys are all super smart, phenomenal geniuses, right? But we all have this issue where we start to compare ourselves to our peers. Um, as I was saying, I used to compare myself a lot to people that were most definitely not my peer. Um, people that had nothing, social, economical status, everything. They, We were not celebrities, guys, okay? We're not even on the same level uh, slowly I got myself out of that. And then for a while I was like where I needed to be, like with, with how I felt, I would check in with myself. I felt good. I was happy. And then recently I've had kind of a step back to where, um, I've fallen back into that comparison mode, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and as it relates to, you know, Friends, um I'm, I'm twenty nine. I turned thirty in September. Oh my god, I <laughs> I saw I, I I do turn thirty in September. Um and and one of the crazy things about it is that you you go to college, you graduate, you think that everything is going to be amazing. you think that you're going to have this life. you think that once you move and you put on your big girl pants, your big boy pants, and you start to do something that things are going to change for you. you expect that things are going to be different, right You think that your life is going to form together and maybe it doesn't you know maybe what you thought life was going to be it in fact is not and one of the things that I tend to do is I look at people that did get that 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 dream of like going from walking across the stage to having a job to being successful. I look at that and I look at myself and I'm like, yo, hey God, wait, what's going on? <laughs> Where does my story begin? before it even ends like so I I I do struggle with that and I'll be perfectly 100% honest with you guys um with that especially just as it relates to some of my direct peers I'm just like yo what is going on with me you know um I've also been told that you know I am an oversharer so then I start to compare myself to people that are not oversharers and I'm like uh, like before you even know it, you're 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 comparing yourself to people that you're you're sitting there and you're just like, why am I doing this? This is self-sabotage on myself. If I had to even give a suggestion, don't compare yourself to your peers. Just don't. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's not good. A, a specific instance, like I said, is is being in my 20s, being that whole millennial generation and trying to cope with where I'm at in my life. Um, and really trying to figure it out. Uh, some of you don't know, some of you know, I went to school for theater, um, in writing and then I graduated and I was able to get a job in it project management and then elevate to another it project management job, uh, position. And I, I, I did not like doing that. I I still don't like doing it, but it pays the bills. You know what I'm saying? Um, and And now during this pandemic, I've had a lot of time, uh, since I was contracting prior to this, I've had a lot of time to kind of sit down and be like, okay, what is it that you want to do? Where are you going? Where have you been? I think that's a, isn't that a book? It's crazy, like I said, y'all, um, on the, on the other scope of, of comparing yourself, right? So If I had to give anyone kind of any words of encouragement, I would just say it's not wise to even compare yourself at all, ever. When I look at comparing myself with my peers, so I am a single mother, for some that don't know, uh, and sometimes I find myself on, on both sides of the comparing spectrum, right? So sometimes I find myself looking at single mothers that I am directly in, in the peer scope with, and I find myself being like, wow, I'm doing pretty good because I'm not where they are. Um, or I used to be where you are. So I'm trying to give you advice. And I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right. Cause everybody's story is their story. Right. And everybody's going to have, a story that is going to develop and mature and it's going to be their testimony to their life, to their journey that they have, that, that, that is, that is already laid out for them. And then on the opposite end of it, and it's really what got me thinking about this episode is that I have had the woe is me complex is, is what I like to call it. And that, um, is, is mostly where if you've ever had a conversation as 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 a human being even where you're having a conversation with someone, right? And you're like, "Yo, I'm down on my luck. I got this going on with me and and I'm sad, you know? And then you might even give them a little nugget like, "Yeah, you know, this, you know, my my car broke down on me and and I'm really sad and my car is a 2019." Bear with me, guys. I know this doesn't relate to single mom, right? But you're like, my car is a 2019. It broke down on me. I just don't know what to do. And you're having a conversation with one of your direct peers. And then they're like, well, at least you have a car. Like, I don't got a car, so at least you have a car. So that's kind of the scenario, right? So now let's put that into perspective for momhood. Um, You're conversing with one of your fellow mothers that you may know, and you're trying to have a conversation about something that is really grinding your gear, something that is really just like, is weighing heavy on you, right? And you're like, this is what I'm going through. I'm really pissed off. I can't stand this. I can't stand this. And then instead of listening, right? Are you really listening to them? You come back and you're like, well, at least you got that little crumb that you got because I ain't get no kind of crumb. If that makes sense, Um, it's something that I have absolutely just like it makes me cringe and it really makes me shut down from even having conversations uh, with those kind of people because I don't think that we need to be shaming and faulting the, the mother for what they get and what they don't get. You know what I'm saying? This is a conversation that I'm trying to have with a peer or someone that I feel like I can relate to. And instead of you just taking that, accepting it, and providing advice to it, you throw yourself in the mix and you're like, well, that's better than what I got because I ain't got this, this, and this. And so we end up comparing our shitty situations and it's like you're trying to say, well, my shitty situation is worse than your shitty situation. You feel me? Do, do you understand how stupid that sounds, right? Um And that is something that is a common trend within, within the single mother conversations that I've had. And it's like, wow, I completely understand, but at least you got that because I don't even have that. And it's like, no, you will not devalue my feelings and where I'm at in my situation because you may or may not have less than that or equal to that, or you may be going through something that may be, you know, something that you can compare it to. Yes, but we're not going to devalue each other and rip each other apart because you feel like one person may have it better off than the other person. It's, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. So instead of supporting each other, we're ripping each other to pieces. Like what is that? Is that what we're doing here guys? Um, is that really what we're doing? I, I I struggle with that. I think that we need to start to change our mindset and really start to focus on how are we going to be better, do better, know better, and be there for one another. That is what friends and family and, and I feel like your peer group is supposed to do. I feel like we are supposed to be down for one another and and be there. So yeah. Um, that is, that, that's, that's where I'm at right now. Honestly, guys, I have been... Dealing with this next part of our conversation since before I was even in the labor and delivery room, y'all, I'm sure some of you are aware, some of you may not be aware at all, but there is this thing out there and it is called mom shaming. And yes, we are going to have a conversation and a discussion about it. Because I feel like some of us do not understand what mom shaming truly is. I um, recently uh, was reading an article about mom shaming and how we have created this environment and this world where, um, where we where we start to tear down each other because of the things that we as moms decide to do for our kids, right? So for example, uh, before I actually, um, was in the hospital room, I had already made the conscious effort that I was going to, uh breastfeed my daughter right and and in the community for black women to breastfeed in the location that I was in was extremely extremely small uh and then the people that I had in my family a lot of them did not breastfeed so for them it was like absolutely not why are you doing this this is what formula is for or you had people that were like well we understand that you breastfeed but we want to feed the baby. We want to do this. And by you doing this, by you breastfeeding, it kind of makes you selfish, right? Mom shaming. Mom shaming from people that are elderly mothers that have been there, done that. Yes, but if it's what I want to do, it's what I want to do. Um, and then if you fast forward you know, to, to right around the age that preschool started, uh, we struggled with... What was a good program? What wasn't a good program? Do you send your kid to a daycare? Do you send your kid to a private school program? Do you send your kid to a learning center? The possibilities of where you can send your kids these days are endless. And you start to feel a lot of confusion and frustration. And then when you finally pick a place and you've gone through and you've vetted the location, everybody's always got something to damn say y'all they always got something to say um so I went through that for a little bit I went through uh putting my kid in head start because that was what worked for us at the time I went through putting my child in a program that was similar to head start but still more affordable further away from where I lived but on the way in the direction of work um I went through that And I, and I got shamed for, for sending my kid to a place that was on the way to work, but that was like not really conducive to, to, to being close to where I lived. Um, and, and if you have ever met my kid, right, or if you've ever seen pictures of her, she is a phenomenal, unique, freaking genius, unicorn child. She is... Not afraid to let you know that she wants to play with your Barbie dolls. She's not afraid to let you know that she wants to be Superman, not Superwoman, not Supergirl, but Superman or Spider-Man or Black Panther. She's not afraid to let you know that she loves the Ninja Turtles, that she loves Jurassic Park, that she loves Sailor Moon. She is a kid that is growing up in today's society and we do not let her conform to what genderly she is supposed to do, right? Mom shamed for it. Well, you should put your daughter in dresses. I wish you would put her in skirts. She's always in leggings. She's always in this. She's always in that. If you ain't got no damn kids, why are you saying something to me? And if you do have kids, why are you saying something to me? Is my child hurt? Is my child happy? Does she have everything that she needs? Yes. So why are we shaming? Why are we shaming? I'm pretty sure that in in a lot of situations. You know what is best for your kid, right? Um, mom shaming even goes further into into looking at what kind of clothes you allow your kid to wear. So some people believe, you know, and I'm one of the, I'm a firm believer because I've been there and done that. So I'm a firm believer that when it comes down to shoes, child, if the shoe is on sale, if the shoe is a good price, if the shoe is a stable shoe, that shoe will work for my child and if it is something also that has a little bit of something that she would like I'm gonna get it for her but what I have found is that when it comes down to shoes on children and what we are willing to spend on our children when it comes down to clothing and fashion You either got the people that are like, I got this for my kid from Rainbow because they're going to crawl around on the floor and mess up the knees of every single pair of leggings, no matter how many times they get punished for it because they are a kid. Or you have the people that are like, absolutely not. My kid will never wear anything from Walmart, Rainbow, Kohl's, this, that. They can only wear these brand clothes. That's great. That's great. That is amazing and awesome. Guess what? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it for mine specifically for mine, for this one, for this one specifically, because she don't care if, if it's from gap old Navy, I don't know if those places are canceled. She would not care if it was something from, I don't even know what the, but look, look, y'all, I don't even know what the brands are these days. Okay. Target. That is where I go. Walmart. That is where we go. And occasionally we will be at, you can find me at Marshalls, TJ Maxx and Ross. Like <laughs> that is where you can find us. And and I try not to judge. Um, but you do have people that judge on the other end where they're like, why in the world does this woman got her child in Jordans or in this or in that? Hey y'all, Ollie had a pair of Jordans when she was a kid. They was on sale. Uh, So I feel like, we mom shame for the craziest things like what what how does that make you feel how does that make you feel that you are shaming someone for something that they want to do for their kid that ultimately makes their child happy do you feel good about that do you find yourself being like I mean, I don't even know. Like, I, I, it it blows my mind when people do that. And then you fail to, to realize, like, like maybe, maybe that person that you're shaming, maybe they saved up specifically so their kid could have that. Even if it is from freaking Walmart, y'all. Like, what are we freaking doing? It, like, are you not, are you not tired? Are you not tired of being that type of way? Um, And then, you know, my child started kindergarten uh, last year. And with the experience that we had had with our kid, I felt like she needed to be somewhere that was really going to give her a whole child approach for at least her first year going into school. Um, You hear horror stories about the kids that get picked on because they have dominant personalities, they're leaders, they're this, they're that. My child loves to learn every single song that the teacher is teaching and she wants to be the person that's at the front of the line and everything else. But she will speak her mind and doesn't really understand criticism very well. She doesn't understand the idea of being in a classroom and everybody's I mean, she does, but it—it was—it was really hard. It was really, really hard for us. Uh, and and with there being public schools and magnet schools and charter schools and private schools, there were so many options. And we decided to go with the whole child approach and and to put her into a Waldorf Steiner school for her kindergarten year. Um, my daughter's father and I—we really love the practical approach uh, to school because. The education system, as many of you know, although I love people that are teachers, I feel like the education system, we're teaching our kids things that we learned when we were in kindergarten and then um, teaching our kids things that we learned when we were in high school and college, and and the price is just going up and up and up. And then when they graduate, they have nothing to show for their degree because they still can't get jobs, and it's like we need to do some practical learning. And one of the things that we loved about the school that we were sending her to was that she was able to do some real practical learning. So if it was science, um, and they were talking about plants, they had an entire garden for her class. They learned how to finger knit in her class. They would. It, it was. It was just a completely different experience on how to teach children the different subjects that we would learn um, as kids. But it was just a more hands-on whole child approach. And I had a lot of people that were not happy when they found out that that is where um, I was sending my kid. And I felt like I had to defend my my decisions for why I wanted to send her to that type of program. And don't get me wrong, it was a newer, um, the, the charter school was newer in the area that I was in. Um, so they did have their hiccups and some of their downfalls at the time as any brand new school opening would However, we just felt like that was going to be the best decision for her. Um, and, and, and a lot of comments were made about what I had chosen to do. Um, a lot of comments were made about why and and, 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 and in more of a, a shameful way. So um, I think what's important here is that we we had to start listening y'all. I think that we need to start listening to, to what our peers and our friends and our family members are saying to us indirectly. I think that we are at a point where a lot of us are tired of the same thing happening over and over. And with everything that's going on right now, all we should be doing is just lifting each other up, being there for one another, and truly supporting each other for the decisions that they make because your journey is your journey and their journey is their journey. Yeah. Mm. That is... That's important. Um, we have got to find... A safe space for ourselves to truly just be who we are. And and then on the flip side of that, to play devil's advocate, maybe some of us, I myself included, need to learn how to not take what everybody says and and apply it to, to heart. Cause I tend to do that. I tend to take what everyone says and apply it to heart. And I tend to Um, overanalyze and overthink and then get angry, get mad, shut myself off. And that's no way to be. That's no way to try to, to, to love, to exist. I am really happy that I had this conversation and got this off my chest. I think that to leave you guys with just me having this discussion would never be enough. Um, one of the things that have really helped me in this, in this time of comparison is being able to journal, um, write down my thoughts. I actually have this bomb journal that allows me to write about who I'm at it, what I'm at it, what has made me happy. And it's just like a lot of cursing and it makes me feel good. And then I just have like a a standard journal that sometimes I just kind of write things in to um, clear my thoughts. And, And I think overall, I think what a lot of people need when it comes down to comparison is to learn how to find affirmations in life. And, and even that for mom shaming as well on the receiving end of it. Find affirmations and find things that you know that you do well, regardless of what other people are saying. And just to kind of give you guys a little bit of, of what I do uh, when I am at a low point, when I am struggling, um, one of the more recent things lately has been uh, affirmation cards. I... Uh, received these in the mail from we are Karasi on uh, Instagram so I will post them in the description you can go and follow them um, the young lady that runs the company is a doula and she has these cards on her website Um, she's also an artist so all of the graphics that you will see on there I'm pretty sure she has has drawn, but uh, she has these affirmation cards, um, different sets. She can even design you custom aff- affirmation cards. So she has some for uh, you and your child. So if you wanted to have affirmation cards for your daughter, for your son, and you wanted to have them be excited about something that they pull that says, you are awesome. You are beautiful. Your skin is beautiful. You are amazing. These are the cards for you. If you yourself just need a pick me up every single day, these are the cards for you. They're beautiful. The, the, the artwork that's on them is amazing. It makes you feel good as you sip your tea, as you sip your coffee, as you lay in bed every night before you go to bed, just a constant reminder And if, and if you pull a card and you read it out loud and then you start to say it out loud, you start to believe it. Uh, So like I said, I will link that for you all. Uh, That is always an awesome option. Affirmation cards, words of affirmation. And sometimes what I'll do when I'm feeling kind of low or I'm in that comparison mode, I will search on Instagram, right? So all of us, we... We have some form of social media, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Google, (laughs) Um, and we can just Google words of affirmation. We can go for walks. We can drink water. I have a tendency to do nothing but drink coffee the entire time when I'm at a low point and I forget that I haven't consumed water, which is like an elixir of life, y'all. So... Those are some of the things that I think that you can do. Having an open dialogue and being honest in conversation with whether it's your peers or whether it's someone that's mom shaming you is something that's really important as well. And one of the things that I learned um, even in theater school is that even if it's not happening to you, if you find out that it's happening to someone else and you're in that situation and you're there and you're present is that you can simply just say something like, ouch, or that offends me. If you don't want to draw attention to the person that it may be offending and just kind of let them know, like, it's not cool to say that and and have an open dialogue and conversation. Um. So I feel like I've said, um, a lot the show again y'all and I am trying I promise y'all I am trying I will say that I want to leave you guys with uh, some some encouraging words that I found today when it comes down to um, mom shaming and and comparis- comparison <laughs> comparing yourself to your peers uh one of the things that i found today um which is actually a quote from cheaper by the dozen 2 for those of you true millennials uh that have seen that one of the quotes was there's no way to be a perfect parent but a million ways to be a really good one so when you feel down and you're low and you're just like i i feel just not good about myself as as a parent remember that um When it comes down to comparing yourself, one of the things that I found that I loved uh, was that comparison uh, and comparison, comparisons and comparing yourself (laughs) is losing sight of God and his plans for us and others. Because everybody, has a plan, right? Everybody has a plan for themselves. Everybody has a plan for themselves, (laughs) yourself and themselves. (laughs) There we go, y'all. And I I think that comparing yourself is devaluing the story that you have for yourself. It is taking away to what makes you divinely unique in the eyes of God. It is taking away what makes you who you are on your journey, on your trial, on your tribulation, on your story cuz nobody else, baby, nobody else knows your story better than you know your story. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. I uh, have been writing. I have been praying. I have not been drinking water as I said cuz I've been drinking a lot of coffee. Uh so I hope that you all are continuing to stay safe. And I hope that this episode brought a little bit of insight to something that maybe you didn't realize that you did. Something that maybe you yourself did or something that maybe you found out that, hey, I compare myself a lot and I need to stop. You're you're freaking awesome. You're amazing. Stop comparing yourself. Stop comparing your materialistic things, things that you have like, yo, cut that. Cut it cut it don't be entangled with comparisons <laughs> I I realized I was trying to say entanglement but uh, yeah you might get an episode before next month it just kind of depends on where I'm at mentally and headspace and that kind of thing so Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. This has been the Street View Podcast with Ariel E. Find me, like I said, on all social media platforms. I don't think I gave a shout out the last time for the music that I have. The music is um from a friend of mine that I went to college with I'm pretty sure that he has way more amazing things if you're ever interested he's Alex Dawn media group um you can like google that or you can find him Alex Dawn on um Instagram and I don't know like Facebook uh and he does photography he does audio sound engineering he's a dope artist um and and he's he's very very creative so i did want to make sure i gave a shout out to him like i said i'm gonna put that in the description as well as we are karazi thank you guys so much for listening this week i hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your month um thank you so much for listening i guess this month and i look forward to reading what you guys have to say and yeah i love you guys so much